COVID-19 vaccinations and chronic kidney disease. A conversation with Caitlin Booth. All right, good afternoon and welcome to our series of webinars focused on bringing you information about COVID-19 related topics. The information in these weekly webinars is particularly geared toward long-term care and skilled nursing facilities, but we always encourage everyone who's interested to attend. During today's webinar, we're gonna be talking about COVID-19 vaccinations and chronic kidney disease. We also encourage you to join us every Wednesday at two o'clock for more webinars in this series. Next week, we're gonna be discussing the recent guideline updates to nursing home visitations and testing. My name is Mitzi Vince, and I'm a communications specialist with Quality Insights. And without further ado, I'll get us started. So on today's episode, we're gonna be talking with Caitlin Booth from our Quality Insights Renal Network 5 team. Caitlin is a quality improvement specialist and she's been with Quality Insights Renal Network 5 since June of 2021. Caitlin's experience includes uh, trauma PCU and ICU, continuous renal placement therapy, interventional radiology, vascular and dialysis access. She also serves as a member of the American Nephrology Nurses Association. Caitlin graduated from Jefferson College of Health Science in 2011 with a bachelor's degree of nursing, and she later graduated from Liberty University with a master's in nursing education in 2019. So welcome, Caitlin, and thank you so much for joining us today to talk about COVID-19 vaccinations and chronic kidney disease. Thank you. I'm happy to be here and talk about a subject that I have become very passionate about. Thank you. Um, so, you know, just to get us started, as, as we know, March is Kidney Awareness Month, which is why we're talking about this important topic right now. And as you might know, Caitlin, a lot of the work that we do with the Quality Innovation Network Quality Improvement Organization task here is focused on working with long-term care facilities such as nursing homes. In your experience working with patients and providers within the renal community, can you tell us a little bit about some of the unique concerns that people with chronic kidney disease are facing as it relates to this COVID-19 pandemic? Yes, so there are several unique concerns that kidney disease patients face when it comes to this pandemic. And the first is that CKD patients, including those who have progressed to end-stage renal disease, are placed into this immunocompromised category. So these patients are definitely more susceptible to severe illness, hospitalizations, and death as a result of COVID-19. If you remove the fact that they are immunocompromised, these patients still present with a multitude of comorbidities. So things like diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, and that list could go one and one. And the, not only do these comorbidities cause their kidney disease, they alone place them at an even greater risk for severe illness. So um, on top of that, CKD causes issues um, like anemia, decreased calcium levels, increased potassium and phosphorus levels, which again affect how uh, their body combats acute illness. Um, patients who have progressed to end-stage renal disease and now require dialysis three times a week have an additional risk factor of being exposed to the virus when they go for their treatments. Um, another unique concern for these patients is the average age of a patient on dialysis is about 62 years. So their age alone contributes to their high risk of severe illness and death. Um, according to 
recent statistics from the CDC, the mortality rate for patients on dialysis who contract COVID-19 is about 20 to 30% higher than a patient without kidney disease who contracts COVID. Um, and as many of you are aware, long-term care facilities primarily house um, an elderly or an aging population. Um, switching gears, if we look at the health equity piece of this, kidney disease also disproportionately affects racial and ethnic minorities. So about 34% of CKD patients are African-American and 19% are Hispanic. So if we could adequately address vaccination within our kidney disease patients, we could also make a significant health impact in our minority communities as well. Um, patients with CKD who have received a transplant or are on the wait list to receive a kidney, they have to be even more cautious because they're either on immunosuppressant therapy um, or they cannot risk contracting COVID in the event that they would get called to receive a kidney. Um, so they have to be extremely cautious um, out in the community. Um, and even, you know, even if a patient's living in a nursing home, they would need to be um, extra cautious to not contract COVID. Um, so taking each of these particular concerns into consideration, it paints a very vivid picture of why vaccination is so crucial to this specific population. We know that the vaccine reduces the risk of serious illness, and we can play a huge role in helping these patients see this perspective and help them make um, informed decisions about becoming vaccinated. You know, one question that people with chronic kidney disease who are on dialysis might ask is that, you know, is it safe for them to get the COVID-19 vaccine while they have kidney disease? Um, for example, does the vaccine have any adverse effect on their kidney function? What kind of guidance do you usually give um, people with kidney disease who have these questions? So there's no evidence that the vaccine has any adverse effect on kidney function. Um, in fact, many transplant recipients that have received the vaccine have had no um, negative impact on their kidney health um, or on their transplanted kidney. It is more of a risk to your kidney health to contract COVID than it would be to receive the vaccine. Um, when the vaccine was first released, kidney disease patients were considered to be a top priority to receive the vaccine, and that's because they are at such high risk for serious illness. Um, and I always like to say that the vaccine is supported and recommended by several large kidney organizations like the National Kidney Foundation, American Society of Nephrology, and the American Society of Transplantation. Now, are dialysis patients able to get a COVID-19 vaccine on the same day that they receive dialysis treatment? Yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of dialysis facilities actually offer the vaccine on site and they can administer it to patients before, during, or after treatment. Um, if a patient receives their vaccine prior to treatment, it does not make the vaccine less effective. Um, on another note, um, in some cases, there is evidence that patients who receive routine maintenance dialysis can have a reduced response to the vaccine over time. And in those instances, a third dose may be recommended just to get them to the um, immunity level um, that they should have to, to be able to fight the, the illness if they contracted it. Can you tell us what are some of the options for COVID-19 vaccination for nursing home residents? Let's say if the vaccine isn't available at the facility itself, what kind of, what kind of alternate 
methods or, or um, ways could we make sure that they get vaccinated? So there's a few ways that you can go about this. Uh, if your facility is no longer offering the vaccine because you aren't receiving vials, you can reach out to your local or state health department and request additional vials of the vaccine. There are some nursing home facilities that have pharmacies on site. And if you're one of those, your pharmacy, if they haven't already, they can enroll as a COVID vaccine provider. And you can actually do that right on the CDC's website. Um, we have some dialysis facilities that have reached out to surrounding pharmacies like CVS or Walgreens to provide an on-site vaccine clinic for their patients so that the patients don't have to travel. Um, another option is to ask the dialysis clinic where the patient receives dialysis if they're still offering the vaccine. And if so, you can tell them that you have, you know, this mutual patient that's interested in vaccination. And then next time they go for their dialysis treatment, they can vaccinate them there. Um, if your patients are stable, uh, there are still some ride share companies that are offering free transportation to COVID vaccine clinics. And I know that Uber is one of those uh, ride share companies that are that's still doing that. Um, was in a meeting yesterday and um, a dialysis facility in another network shared that they partnered with one of their competitors because they had extra vaccine doses and they held something like a, a vaccine community event for their patients. And I think that's cool to share because they removed the business side of things and just focused on the health and safety of the people in their community. So it could be worth um, reaching out to another nursing home provider in your area and maybe seeing how you can work together to vaccinate patients. I also recommend looking at your local community resources and any trusted um, figures in your community that you may be able to partner with and maybe co-host a vaccine clinic at your facility. Um, if you have patients that are still hesitant about being vaccinated, some residents are resistant to being vaccinated from their healthcare team, but if they're approached by someone that they trust in the community, for example, a, a faith-based organization, you can partner um, with them and they may be more responsive and accepting of the vaccine. Thanks. Those are, those are all really good tips. Um, now, Caitlin, can you describe the importance of the booster for residents in long-term care, specifically those with kidney disease? So this circles back to the fact that these patients are considered immunocompromised. Um, and in a lot of cases, these patients are also over the age of 65. Studies have shown that vaccines can lose some of their effectiveness over time, especially in this elderly population. So in order to keep the maximum benefit of the vaccine and keep maximum protection against COVID, it is highly recommended to receive a booster dose. A booster will also help protect against future variants of the virus. Um, boosters are recommended for patients who completed their initial series at least five months ago for Moderna and Pfizer and at least two months um, after receiving the Johnson & Johnson dose. It can also, um, I can also explain a little bit of the difference between a booster and a third dose or an additional dose. The third dose of the vaccine is recommended for patients who may have not reached the desired level of immunity after their initial series. And that third dose would be given around 28 days after their, the first series is completed. Um, so this is definitely something that's recommended for transplant patients who are on immunosuppressant therapy, um, but also for many CKD or ESRD patients. But if you have a, a patient in your facility that is 
um, a transplant recipient, they would definitely qualify for that third additional dose. And then um, five, two to five months later, they would also qualify for a booster. Thanks, Caitlin. Um, why is it important to kind of thinking about nursing homes as they communicate back and forth with dialysis facilities? Why is it important to share a nursing home resident's COVID-19 vaccination status with his or her dialysis facility? Can you talk a little bit about that? So it's always important in general to communicate with the patient's dialysis provider just because their care, they, they are um, such medically complex patients and there's a lot of, um, can be a lot of moving parts in their care. Um, but in terms of COVID and um, dialysis, in some situations, a patient's vaccination status may impact how those patients are cohorted during their treatment. Um, it's also important because we have patients that are poor historians of their health and they can't relay this information to their provider. So they're going to depend on the nursing home staff to relay that information to them. Um, and this can be done um, whether it's a written form or a phone call, just some way of letting them know that they have been vaccinated. Um, in addition to that patient safety aspect, Dialysis facilities are also required to report COVID vaccination status of all of their patients into this database, which is called NHSN, which stands for the National Healthcare Safety Network. And it's a surveillance database that looks at vaccination status, not just of COVID, but also for um, flu and pneumonia. Um, and this is whether that patient was vaccinated in their dialysis facility or at an outside facility. Um, so for several reasons there, it's important to make sure that that um, vaccination status is shared with their dialysis provider, um, ju not just for the first dose, but for the second dose and then booster doses as well, because those also have to be reported. Okay, thanks so much, Caitlin. If you want to reach out to Caitlin directly, you can call Quality Insights Renal Network 5 at 1-804-320-0004 and enter extension 2703. And you can also contact Caitlin via email at kbooth, that's K-B-O-O-T-H, at qualityinsights.org. And lastly, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has tuned in today uh, and, to, and encourage you to check out our other interviews that we've done in this series by visiting our website. And that is at qualityinsights.org forward slash Q-I-N underscore vlogs and pods. And that's V-L-O-G-S-N. P-O-D-S.